Howdy. Welcome to The Day Drive. That's right. It's the podcast. It's the new podcast featuring me, Vincent Haney, and my buddy over there. Introduce yourself. Hey, well, what's up? I'm Lucas. We got Lucas Trombley. Lucas Trombley. In the house. What's going on? Um, so, the concept of The Day Drive. Um, you know what? There's not a concept for The, the Day Drive. There's no perfect concept There's for no it There's no perfect so concept far. for The Day Drive so far. Um, it's kind of like, um, you know, when you're driving around, just kind of doing nothing and talking, you know, it's a day drive. It's That's like a day a, drive. Just um, driving around, talking with some friends, you know. Um, so we're going to do a little introductory sure, yeah. to, um, to both of us here. Um, so we have, uh, compiled, um, some various, um, top tens, um, in, in various forms of media. Yep. And, uh. We got the nine-person dinner party coming up too, uh, um, so we can bust down on the um, who we would have, you know, best nine people to have at a dinner party. Perfect. So, um, I'm gonna have uh, Mr. Trombley start with his uh, nine-person dinner party. Yeah, sure. We're gonna do a little discussion. Sure. There. Yeah, yeah. All right. So the concept of the nine-person dinner party is just nine people that you would want at your dinner party. Any people, full stop. Now, mine personally, I picked. All people that are currently alive, right? Not nobody. Uh, interesting. Yeah, nobody I picked is dead. I didn't pick Abe Lincoln or like FDR people like that. Uh, I picked. Yo, Abe, <laughs> pass me the salad, bro. <laughs> My idea behind that was that uh, I d- I don't know if they were like, I don't know. I I kind of picked people that were uh, um that I figure I know a little bit about at least because I feel like even though I know historical figures or whatever, I don't know. Uh, I don't know uh, what they were like in real life. And I feel like I pick people that right, I, okay. I, I know something a little bit more about in real life. Right? Gotcha. All right. Let me just let me just go through my list real quick. Um, and Bust then that shit open. <laughs> I'll go through and then I'll explain a little more need be. All right? Okay. First one, Kendrick Lamar. Kendrick Lamar. Yeah, okay. he's number one on my list. He's been probably my favorite music artist for the past four or five years now. Got it. Okay. He's got to be on the list. Um, then I got, uh, Norm MacDonald. <laughs> I, I imagine the conversation right there. That, that is exactly my thing. Uh, Norm just says like the most off the walls things. All right. I, I won't, I won't dive too deep in and right this second. Um, and then I have Kanye. In, okay. Yeah, I'm trying to set course. this entire place on fire. Yeah. I think uh, in, you might be an interaction between those two would be incredible. Oh Jesus. Um, then I got, uh, uh, Timothy Chalamet, nice, big fan of him right now. He's uh, incredibly talented, and uh, he's like around my age. He's a feel guy, like that's he's a, helpful. He's a goddamn king. King, absolute king. Um, then I got. Uh, sorry, I went out of order. Uh, Steve Carell, big fan okay. of Steve Carell, specifically from The Office. Man, we got the whole cast of Beautiful Boy. <laughs> over here. Listen, I'm man. That movie disappointed a lot of people. <laughs> I still enjoyed it. I, I don't think Steve Carell got enough credit for that. Um, then I got John Mulaney, another comedian. Okay, I'm a huge fan of his. I think he's the funniest dude on the planet right now. Uh huh. Um, and I got uh, Bo Burnham. Did I say nice? That? No, you didn't say Bo All Burnham. Right, yeah, yeah. So Bo Burnham. Nice. He's a uh, another. Ki- I guess I don't didn't another, realize another how, king. Yeah, didn't know realize how inspired I was by. Uh, comedians until i'm reading this list back but um bo burnham really liked his all his stand-up all his music um 
And then I got Marcus Mumford, lead singer of Mumford and Sons. Okay. <laughs> listen, bro, I've been a fan of their music for so long, and uh, specifically Marcus, I think, is really talented. See, I don't know like anything about Mumford and Sons. Oh, you don't have to know anything about them. I they they don't get they're like. People don't like them a lot. I just know that they get the rep of the banjo. Yeah, exactly. The, the slow like, acoustic guitar. Like butt into folk. The, into the butt they, folk. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, I know that they're butt folk. <laughs> uh, but, um, yeah, I'm, I'm a big fan of his in particular. I think he's really talented, really smart, really well-spoken. Okay. Um, and then, who do I have left? Oh, and uh, this is a weird one because I feel like he's going to be sitting off to the side, not saying anything. Okay. But I'm using this dinner party as an excuse to meet people that I want to meet, there right? Uh, so, uh, Archie Marshall, King Cruel, big fan of his. I think he would. I think he'd probably be, have some interesting things to say. Uh, he would probably have some interesting things to say. I I just feel like if he came to the dinner party, he would be stoned out of his gourd. Yeah, and like <laughs> he'd walk in and then stay silent and politely eat his mashed potatoes and then leave so, so what, what's yeah you got it what's served at this oh, dinner party what's served at this dinner party that's a good question i i'm since i'm like catering all the guests to myself i think i also just gotta like cater um the meal to myself too right okay so it's gonna be like six different types of soup that's it that's it yeah no protein i mean like what i mean no, well, the, the soup's gonna have protein. protein yeah i'm thinking like um so soup's my favorite food right and I'm it, thinking, I didn't know that. Yeah, well, it's it's kind of a cop out because like soup can go anywhere from like chicken broth to tomato soup to anything. Yeah. Like <laughs> it's not not specific, some but big some stew, some stew. Yeah, exactly. But um, like I'm thinking a nice butternut squash soup. Okay, that's probably my favorite type of soup. Like some tomato soup. Maybe we'll have some grilled cheese on the side. Things like yeah. that. Just a bunch of soups. I just love soups. Oh so yeah. <laughs> I think it would say a lot about maybe each person at your dinner party what soup that they're going for right off the bat it, you know oh without a doubt yeah like if norm mcdonald was going straight for the butternut squash soup i might say i don't know <laughs> i don't trust that dude bro there's something there's something fishy about mr norm here yeah exactly so yeah that's uh i think i had everybody on my list that's my nine person dinner party i uh like i guess i only have a couple musicians on there a couple comedians a couple there's actors lots just, of comedians lots of comedians I, I don't know i just i really enjoy their comedy would you ever do stand-up comedy? Oh, hell no. I, I don't think... Like, I'm so impressed when they, like, think of the things that they think of. Like, uh, Yeah. I, I, it takes, like, a special kind of person to, like, observe something, understand, see that it's funny, and then, like, go up on a stage and talk in front and, like, of a be bunch able of people to, And be it. able to communicate it well as well. Exactly. It's not like it's about, like, you get up there and, like, you know, to say, well, this is funny. You yeah, know, yeah, like, yeah. It's, it's Like, I went to, a, a like, a small stand-up comedy show recently, and... If you have to, you have to work your way up, right? You don't start at the top, and if you have to work your way up yeah. through those comedy clubs, oh, oh my yeah. goodness, I could not imagine. Because like people heckle you like crazy at these small things, and you just have to be able to like be witty enough to Im- impress the crowd shit, and shit on the hecklers, literally. So, well, not literally, but <laughs> maybe literally, <laughs> maybe literally. Um. So yeah, that's that's my dying person dinner party. Um. Okay. You wanna yeah, you wanna dive we'll, in with yours? I guess we'll um we'll we'll pop it open. Yeah. Here. Um mine's a little bit different than Lucas's, I think. That's we um good. I'd rather it be different than the same, bro. We got some dead people on here. Um just a few though. So uh number one, we're starting with Larry David. Oh hell yeah. Oh, that's a uh, really good pick. He's the first person to show up as well. I want him. 
You want him there first. I want him there first. I want him to be the first person to sit down at the dinner party. Like he sits down, and then he realizes he doesn't want to sit what in am the I doing? he's sitting in. <laughs> yeah, so, he, you know, I, I want him to really get him really get him in a good Larry David kind of mood. Is, I don't want, you know. You want him next to you at the dinner party or no? Ooh, I don't know. Ah, you know, I don't know. That's a hard one. Yeah. Maybe. So, we'll get to that. Yeah, we'll get to that. We can dive into that. Um, number two. Uh, Mr. Frank Zappa, right? He's yeah. dead. He's dead. Uh, but I, I feel like he's um, he was he was if he was alive, I feel like he would still be a, a super outspoken guy and just. I think I want to like I want him to argue. I want a massive argument to break out at my <laughs> at my nine person dinner party. I, so I don't know as much about Frank Zappa, but if he's pretty off the walls and you got him and Larry David, so I think that's a good start. Frank Zappa is like was like a um. I put it Ar- artist in like the music sense, but also like visual arts, right? Uh, kind of. He was like a really, ge- like a really just eccentric musician. Not it's eccentric and per- not like his personality was pretty like not normal. But I wouldn't say he was like so weird that it was like annoying. Like it wasn't like bizarre. But he was super like politically charged, especially when he got older. Right. Um, and I think he'd probably have a lot of disagreements with a lot of people at this other other uh, guests at my dinner party. Uh. Uh, then we're going Bjork. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, I, I I don't again. I just um, I think she'd present a really uh, funny uh, you know she'd come in like a ridiculous um, you know, dressed as like a shovel or something. Sure, right. <laughs> Even though I, I love, I'm not trying to, not trying to diss her. I love her. Nothing against no, people that dress great. as shovels. <laughs> I mean, I also think she's got a good um philosophy when it comes to like, making music and and living life and. Right. Yeah. I read a YouTube comment the other day. <laughs> I don't know how true this is. Obviously, I, I cannot vouch. Well, we can trust YouTube comments. Um, but according to a YouTube comment, this guy back in the 90s was selling shrooms to Bjork, like, in the, uh, like, like pounds. In, in wow. Like, by, like a lot. Yeah. I don't know if it was in the pounds, but, like, he, I, I yeah, forgot yeah. what he said. Like, we Large were, like, we were moving bricks to Bjork, bro. Like, <laughs> there was bricks, a, bricks of shrooms, yeah, bro. Yeah, we were moving bricks of shrooms. <laughs> so, I don't know. That might be... You never know. She could be wild the fuck out of this dinner party. Yeah, yeah. She's getting, like, visuals yeah. in the middle of the dinner party going crazy. <laughs> um, then the next the next guest we have arriving is uh, Hunter S. Thompson, um, writer, um, politically aligned with Frank Zappa, pretty much. So I think they would probably start shitting on everybody. Yeah, that. I mean, I could see that starting an argument. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, probably on a lot of drugs, as well, like, definitely in you know your your dinner party up. is just going to like be tweaking bro. I know dude we got fucking Jesus Christ he's really I mean I I, I watch I think you know it's funny I saw this there's that thing where it was like how many drugs he did every single day Yeah yeah have you seen that No no I don't think I have Did he do a lot Yeah should we pull like up a, the list? Yo, I, I, you know what's funny? It's like a, this is a Joe Rogan moment. Yo, pull that up. Pull, yo. <laughs> pull that and pull, pull that up. Pull that up, bro. <laughs> Did he do DMT? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's uh, the, what's Joe Rogan's like a like assistant's name? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I haven't listened to enough Joe Rogan. Neither have I. But um, sounds about right. What uh, do we got here? Hold on, hold on. Yo, Jamie, it's Jamie. That's what it Jamie, is. Jamie, yo, Jamie, Jamie pull Jamie, that up, Jamie, bro. Jamie, Jamie. Wait, whose drug list am I looking at? Hunter S. Right, perfect. I got the right one then. I was worried it was Frank Zappa for a sec. No, he was he was stone cold sober. Oh damn! Holy fuck! All right, uh, Jesus Christ! So he's doing. He's waking up, doing lines of coke at three three forty five in the afternoon. 
another glass. Uh, he's drinking fucking. Oh, oh no, he rises at three in the afternoon. Yes, has a drink at three o five. Jesus. Then smokes a cigarette. Forty-five minutes later, does coke. So the dinner party's around five thirty. I think. <laughs> All right. So he's peaking after a bump of cocaine every fifteen minutes between <laughs> four <laughs> and when the dinner party starts. Okay, perfect. So we, we we're getting riled up for this dinner party. Um. So after that, in the dinner party, Jesus, that's that's insane. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's crazy. What is that? What is that? I don't know. Is that a drug? I don't know what that is. Maybe something to help sleep? It must be. Ah, jeez. At 8 a.m. Is that 8 a.m.? Yeah. Oh, my God. I mean, if we're waking up at 3, 3 p.m. Jeez, what a what a terrible, terrible life that sounds like to me. Yeah, he, like, lived on a compound for, like, the second half of his life in Aspen. What did, what did he do? Just he was a writer. Okay. So he just wrote, did coke? Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, that's it. There you go. That's kind of it. It's a life. All right. All so right. after that, we're getting David Lynch. Sure. Filmmaker. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think he would also throw in. I think like uh, like he would just change the dynamic a lot because uh, he's um drug. Fr- I don't think he does any. I don't. I don't think he's ever done any drugs. I, I I saw a thing that he like smoked weed one time and went to a Bob Dylan concert. And like bugged out and like left the Bob Dylan concert and like that was the only time he ever did anything. Fair enough. Which is interesting because then he's like, because all his stuff seems like it he, was written you know, on I, drugs. I, yeah, <laughs> it's like I think people were like, you know, when they hear a thing, when they see David Lynch, like, right. oh, that guy did. Like that, like, you have to be on drugs to think of that. I mean, I mean, he like the stuff he does is kind of crazy. What he makes is kind of crazy. Oh, and he's so. got, he used to run his own Twitter account a long time ago, and he um, <laughs> he would tweet like really ridiculous stuff yeah like he there was ones where i remember he tweeted like it was like on a friday he tweeted like this weekend i'm gonna find out if i'm connected to the moon <laughs> and then like that month the next following monday he said found out i am connected <laughs> to the moon <laughs> dang you know, i think he's um he's a odd guy i don't know i feel like he's like a he's an enigma yeah like i i love his movies and i like i respect him immensely as right. an artist but is like, he is he pretty like secluded like he doesn't do so. a lot. Does he do a lot in the public? He's right. got a big charity. Oh, okay. He's got a really big charity, right. and they do um, they put on a uh, like 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 art festivals and and raise money and stuff. Right. Uh, so after him, we got David Byrne from Talking Heads. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like David Byrne is is sort of the the most level headed person on this list. Um. Yeah. Just so kinda, far, yeah. Yeah. Somewhat, <laughs> somewhat normal. Um. Maybe not a little, but I think he's got an interesting perspective when it comes to uh to music he's, so a, he's alive right yeah all right yeah he's alive god. yeah thank god thank god he's put an album out last year too huh he put an album did out he? Last do year. you like yeah. the album yeah. it's good i like yeah. it a lot some people didn't like it and i was like was it like talking heads-esque no it's a little different his solo music i think that's what a lot of people like they, they think that they, they have just, an expectation yeah they would want him to like be him in the 80s but right i mean that's not gonna happen well if, i think it would be like then the other half, like if he would have done something more similar to what he was like in the eighties, then there's like the other group of people that just would have been like, uh, why doesn't he evolve or change anything? Yeah, right? like, exactly. It was a lose lose. It was a lose lose. And I like it sucks because he, I, I obviously I can't. I was not alive in the eighties, right? Um, so I can't like, but you know I don't have an experience. But I feel like he sort of. I think there was a minute when Talking Heads were huge, right? And then you know I feel like people didn't look into David Byrne's solo material as much as they should have. Or, like, they unfairly look at it or something. Sure. Um, 
So next we had Tom York. Wait, 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 wait. Sorry, let me go back for two seconds. Go was ahead. he making? Was he making solo music simultaneously? Um, he had um, he had a collaborative album with Brian Eno. Okay. Uh, I I don't I, 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 there may be more, but I know that that one is like technically I guess considered a solo album. But he um had that like in the pot like the peak of their popularity. Gotcha. Okay. Um, anyway, uh, Tom York is next. Right. Yep. You know. Radiohead, Tom York, of course, big Radiohead fan. Lots of I, uh, mine is mostly. See, I think Lucas had comedians, and I got musicians on and here. That's um, that's good. You got a, yeah, you do got a lot of musicians. Yeah, again, I think he would politically disagree with people there. Like, I think him and Frank Zappa probably have very different points of view. Right. That might be interesting um, to see them argue. You know, sure. Just mm-hmm. kind of like you really, you're just you're just gunning for an argument. I know. Bro. Well, <laughs> I just think it would be interesting, like, because I think these are all people I I'm, I I I would. Like I'm like inspired by you right, know? right. Like, and I think it would be hilarious to see them duking it duking out, duking it out, bro. Like, like throwing stuff. Yeah. Except I, I like I don't think Larry David. Uh, no, Larry I David, mean, he might be the instigator. Yeah, he's <laughs> the one that's gonna like do something to yeah. blow the entire thing up on accident. Oh like, uh, yeah, yeah, sure, yeah, exactly. Um, like we'll film this entire thing and make an episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm. Oh, that would be hilarious. That would be awesome. Oh. Um. After Tom York, we got Bob Dylan. Ooh, okay. Um, specifically, 1966 Bob Dylan. Okay, all right. We're not doing like modern day. Bob we're not Dylan. talking like <laughs> we're not talking when he was a born actually born again Christian Bob Dylan from the 80s. Yeah, I mean, if we're talking like we're gonna stir some stuff up, born again there Christian Bob Dylan that might would be, be the one you want to go like, with. That's because I feel like there's not a lot. Like people were like, well, how did that happen? When like how did Bob Dylan become a born again Christian? Yeah, so he he has like like sixty albums or something, right? And something then like, like that, he yeah. had like a five album span where it was like Christian music. There was like yeah, like straight up Christian, like straight up like Heartland rock Christian music. It's really and it's, and it's then ridiculous. he just like switched it back, right? He just flipped a switch yeah, and then yeah, he like stop making Christian yeah, music. Like the next album is like fucking protest songs, <laughs> you know, like, like not protest songs, but yeah, yeah, like yeah. you know, back to the old Bob Dylan. Yeah. And then uh, after Bob Dylan, we got David Foster Wallace. Okay, yeah, um, yeah. That's a cop out, I think, for me, just because he was probably one of the smartest people uh, living. Uh, not living anymore, but right. living in during his time period. Right. Yeah. yeah. So I was just like kind of thinking when I was putting this list together, who's somebody that would like? I think like he was outspoken enough too, as well. Like, right. Maybe. I mean. Obviously, I didn't know the guy. Right, right, right. Never, yeah. never will. Total cop out to pick a really smart person. You think? No, I, I don't know. <laughs> I f- it felt like sort of a cop out to me, but I. Why? I don't I, like. I don't know. I feel like he's just kind of like the the one that I think when you think like, who's the smartest person of? Uh, I think a lot of people would be like Einstein. Well, Einstein, but like not in like a mathematical way. Like oh, okay, a, okay. Bro, David Foster Wallace is just a modern day philosopher. Right. Bro. Yeah. Like. He just fucking changed my life. I don't know, like with that. Uh, he could he could throw some interesting points into those conversations, those yeah. arguments that are gonna be happening. He probably your shit. Party. He, probably, I don't, I, I, he was like addicted to television, so he probably was he really? Yeah, that's what like a lot of his like he's got a lot of shit about TV. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, he he was a self proclaimed television addict. Wow. Okay. Which is like, I wouldn't have expected that from him. Yeah, I know, because I think when people hear like. What they know about David Foster Wallace, like, oh, he wrote that. Like, he wrote Infinite Jest, bro. Like, right, just, yeah. Like, bro, he changed my fucking life. <laughs> Fair. Well, like, when I was in high school, bro, like, Frank, like, uh, yeah, oh, God, yeah. <laughs> you want to gotta dive we, into that? Or? We, we, we have a friend named Frank Morales. Biggest influence is David Foster you, Wallace. Man, 
He just doesn't he like that one in particular. What's this like is water? That? Yeah, this is water. Yeah. He really likes that one. Um, yeah. So I think what we're gonna serve at this one, um, I don't know who's a vegetarian on this. Li- I, there's a few vegetarians, I think. You don't have to cater to them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is your dinner party. No disrespect to vegetarians, if if you're a vegetarian yeah. or something, but it, this is my party. Yeah, exactly. This Vincent's is party. This is mine. We're having meat. We're having specifically salmon. Salmon. Oh yeah. Oh wow. Okay. Real uh, black and salmon. Black and salmon. Yeah. I didn't know you were a salmon fan. Oh, I, it's the best fish. Re- well, yeah, best fish, but it's like oh, I just don't what? like fish. You don't like fish? Nah. At all? Not at all. Not even like um. None. Literally none. You can name anything, and I will say no. Shrimp. Nope. Really? Nope. Big nope. That's like I would not expect that from you. Sorry. It's I've just, learned a I, lot about you today, Lucas. Listen, Jesus. I just don't like fish. It's uh. I don't know. It's the oh, it's just the worst food. I just don't like fishy taste, and I feel like all fish tastes fishy. And salmon's the <laughs> salmon's the most bearable of them. Okay. See, I've heard other things. I've heard the opposite. I've heard that people like think that salmon is the worst. No, is the most fishy. No, it, it's not. At least the salmon I've had has not been crazy fishy. It's okay. like the it's especially like the blackened one with like the lemon on top of it or whatever yeah. and like you can kind of hide the taste oh yeah every time i have not, not that i have it a lot but every time that i have had salmon it's like i just like try and mix it in with everything else try and not taste it as much as possible see i i'm the opposite whenever i have salmon i i have to like stop myself from eating it too fast yeah yeah yeah. you like peel it slowly yeah i'm like okay like, i gotta like eat around it for a yeah, bit just yeah. so i can like savor it fair because so i think yeah we'd be serving some salmon um Probably like coffee, get him riled right. up. Yeah, yeah. Um, so sa- salmon and coffee. Salmon and coffee. What a great combo. Yum. Oh <laughs> mm, man, delicious. Uh, incredible. Um, and then like a single pack of cigarettes, and they can all fight for it. Because there's, a, I bet there's, the, there's a, you know, yeah, David, Li- David Lynch and 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 um, Hunter Thompson are like rena- world renowned smokers. Like yeah, yeah. right. So they're, they're gonna have to how fight many for people, it. How many people on your list were smokers? Let me think. Let's see. I, Frank Zappa is definitely a smoker. Um, so that's a third of the people that aren't you at your dinner party already. Yeah. Hunter Thompson, David Lynch. Bob Dylan was most definitely a smoker. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, Bob, oh, yeah. Every, every picture of Bob Dylan has a picture. Well, has a cigarette yeah, in his mouth. Yeah, that's true. That. That's a good point. Except for Christian evangelist Bob Dylan. Then he had a cross in his mouth. Uh, yeah, I guess. <laughs> but Smo- it still was full of tobacco. <laughs> Smoking on the crucifix. Um, I don't think David Foster Wallace was a smoker. I might be wrong though. He was a television addict, right? Maybe he was a. Maybe that was his advice though. I don't think he. Maybe he didn't. Maybe he was. Um, Larry David definitely not. Definitely not. I don't know. I mean, I just feel like he grew up in a different time period. I feel like, like smoking was so common. Yeah. When he was probably in the eight. I don't know. Yeah, because when I mean, like, how old is Larry David? I don't know. Probably like. 68 or something? 68. Okay. What's your guess? I'm, I'm putting it on 71. 71. All right. So we weren't too far apart. Uh, yeah, 71. You 71. Oh, yeah. okay. All right. Yeah, but he was born in like 1947, right? Yeah. It's like everybody was smoking yeah, post, when he po- was like... Post-war. Yeah. Post-World War II, everybody's like, yeah, we're invincible. Yeah. Fuck it. We're just going to start smoking. Everybody smoke. Yeah, exactly. It's good for you. Um, oh, jeez. Uh, that scared the heck out of me. I just saw... So I just saw the headline of uh, Bob Einstein. I think that's how you say his last name. Let me see. Uh, 
he was he was in Curb Your Enthusiasm. Oh yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It, it, He just died like a couple weeks ago, oh, and I just oh saw that God. headline Curb when I googled Enthus- Larry oh, David, no. and I was like, my heart dropped for a second. I would be pissed. He's gonna be late to the dinner party. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, if you were if Larry David were to be dead, that would. Well, be- I mean, <laughs> if if Larry David's dead. Well, I feel bad. I'm sorry that that Bob, party. Bob Einstein died a month ago. I'm yeah, sad R.I.P. Well. I don't like. You don't do. You, hey, he was uh, he was also on. Um, Arrested Development for a oh bit. okay he was uh <laughs> oh it's so funny I I love those scenes in Arrested Development because he plays like the 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 body stand-in for uh, uh the dad for George Senior in the uh, in the show and he just like walks around and says everything that the dad says exactly oh yeah it's incredible I I um confession i never really watched tons, a ton of arrested development yeah i'd highly recommend it i i you could probably stop before the netflix seasons That's a lot of I people hear. don't like Uh-oh. those i don't i don't hate those um but the first three seasons are brilliant they really are okay yeah i need to um and they got like a really star-studded cast too is it jason jason it's jason bateman jason yeah. bateman yeah baby baby michael sarah yeah baby michael sarah and then they got like Portia, and then they got will arnett and um the guy that plays George Senior, what's his name? Oh, it's slipping my mind. Oh, um, isn't he's, da- isn't he's David transparent? Isn't David Cross in him? Isn't yeah, David, David Cross, Cross is in David it. Cross. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They got like everybody kind of before they hit their peak. Yeah, or before they got like crazy famous. I don't know how I feel about David Cross. Why not? I don't know. I think you'll be convinced if you watch the rest of the development. Okay, I really do. I. I think he. I don't know. There's something about him that I'm like. Oh, he's definitely weird. He's definitely right. like kind of creepy. But yeah, that, I don't know. I, mean, I, mean, I don't know. Maybe it was after I saw him as the record executive in fucking Alvin and the Chipmunks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then you were turned off after I after just, he tried I, to exploit he'll, Alvin he'll, and his, he'll never escape Alvin that. and his brothers. He'll never escape uh, Alvin and the Chipmunks. Dang, I didn't even. Oh man. Uh, Classic film series. Was he in all of them? Was he in Chipwrecked and? <laughs> Uh, the squeakwool. The squeakwool. Oh my! What was? The, did they probably have like, uh, oh, some man. other pun. I don't know. Like, oh, like there is. There's one more because there's a, at least four of those movies. There's got to be a Christmas special that was on TV as well, like like, like a cartoon. Oh, um, yeah, and then they were dropping those albums too. I think Jesse McCartney was played one of the Chipmunks in the new one, like in like the live action. Yeah, like the yeah, really yeah. weird live action with Dave Cross. Yeah, yeah. yeah. okay. Dang, and, uh, Jesse McCartney. They had a. Uh, what was that guy that from uh, Jason Earl? Jason Earl, yeah. thank you. Is yeah. that his name? No, it's not Jason Earl. That's not his name. It's oh, Jason. That- Son- I, I, I'm thinking my name is Earl. Yeah. Oh, oh no. Yeah, yeah. That's what he's name. from. That's what he's from here. We'll yeah. Find it. We'll find it's, it. J- it's Jason something though. Right. Right. Uh, yeah. It's Earl. something. Um, I think Jason Earl was in Hannah Montana. Really? I think so. Who's what character? I don't know. I just think that's where I had. I think that was like locked in the back of my brain somewhere. Probably. Jason, um, hold on, I got it. Jason Lee. Jason Lee. Jason, Jason Lee. Lee. He's a Scientologist. Is he? Yeah. No way. Mm-hmm. How is so much of Hollywood Scientology? I don't know, man. There's something going on. There's something in the water. There is. There. <laughs> There's really something going on. It's like so scary. It's a really loud noise. Yeah. Oh, it's gone. We're good. Mm. That was, that was like terrifying. You probably couldn't hear that, but Jesus. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway. Big truck going down the road. Um. So I guess we're gonna. Jump into our top tens here. Yeah, here we um, go. Top ten. What do you want to do first? Movies or mu- or albums? Let's do let's do movies. All right, you got You start off. To start one. off. Yeah. All, right, all right. So um, we compiled lists of our um, top ten favorite movies and top ten. So I'm gonna start at number ten. Yeah. We're please. gonna go backwards. Oh, I gotta make sure mine's ordered right. I just put ten movies down. 
I mean, no, no, I, okay, I you're good. It. Okay, I it. You're so good. my number ten is um, Doctor Strange Love or How I Learned to Stop Worrying and Love the Bomb. Wow. Okay. Um, have you seen that? No. Great movie. Yeah, yeah, I've yeah. heard. I've heard. It's uh, Stanley Kubrick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Really funny, kind of Monty Python esque humor about nuclear arms. Definitely still relevant. Yeah. Uh, when was that? When was that from? I want to say 1964. Okay. There's sure. also a book that I believe is adapted from. A, I think it's adapted from a book. Okay. I might be wrong. Um, is that like okay? So, it's, pardon me. Let me just confirm. Is that the entire name? Is that yes? Or can you choose between the two names? Maybe you could. How no, it, I'm just. I just I don't mean, know how it is. Technically, I think it was released under that name, but I don't see why you could just like. I think some people call it Doctor Strange Love for like. Doctor Strange Love or Golan. How I Learned to Stop Worrying and Love the Bomb. I think it could be either one of those, honestly. Like, I think you could call it either one. Interesting. Um, what year was it? Was that, was 64, right? 1964, right. yeah. Okay, great movie. Um, dark humor. I think you, you got to watch that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, you really got to We got to make that. a list because there's a lot of movies. <laughs> yeah, that, that that's, I, not, I, I don't know. I don't know shit about movies, really. Yeah. Oh, oh, me neither. We got to get. Don't worry. I'm no expert. Yeah. Oh boy. Okay. My, uh, I feel like my lists are very like pedestrian lists. Hey, that's okay. I, well, I don't care. This is a pedestrian. Um, this is a pedestrian show. Yeah. True. We're a couple pedestrians. But exactly. Yeah. So uh, number nine. Yep. Uh, we got Monty Python's Meaning of Life. Oh, okay. I didn't realize you're such a Monty Python. Fan. Uh, yeah, I love Monty Python. Okay, good. I think some people wouldn't pick. I think you, people would go when they think Monty Python. They go boom, Holy, Holy Grail. Grail. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I love Holy Grail. And I love Life of Brian. Right. But I don't know. Meaning of Life is just so off the wall. I, so I saw Meaning of Life, but it was a long time ago. But the Holy Grail is the one I've seen the most. Yeah, like, of course. I think most people have seen. I think most people, when you mention Monty Python, it's immediately Holy Grail is yeah, what they, yeah. they think of. But I think Meaning of Life is is, is underrated. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. I, I so. got to. It's pretty, aw- it's pretty insane. Again. It's insane. I mean, there's lots of. Um, social commentary and right again i think a lot of it's relevant relevant sure. today in today's yeah. day and age yeah uh number eight this is actually a recent one uh call me by your name yeah great movie great great movie um really really impressed seriously i i like um didn't see it till like a year after it came out not a year that would be like right now no it was probably well yeah you probably I saw, saw it, it like i saw it in eight May. months after yeah which is like the most like it had an impact, like it like impacted like um, it impacted me pretty deeply after I saw it, like like quickly, like yeah. I, like that's like yeah. a lot, you know. I see a lot of movies and I have to see them like twice for the for me to be really like, yeah, like, that's a one right, of my right, movies. yeah. But that was a good. I think that's a great movie. I think I've watched that movie like four or five times, front I, to back. I I have like I I think I have a thing for movies that can uh not have a a super insane direct plot or something, right? Yeah, still manage to like get its point across you know yeah and the acting performances and that like kind of made it, it oh yeah it, absolutely it, it, i don't know it just felt a lot a lot more genuine than other things you see yes oh most definitely uh number seven we got blue velvet okay have you seen blue velvet no i haven't seen it great movie um david lynch right uh there's a few. There, there, that's not the only David Lynch that's on here, by the way. Okay, that's fine. As many David Lynch okay. as you want. Um, yeah, Blue Velvet. If if you don't know what what it what it's about, it's about like um, Jesus. Like it's hard to describe. That's fine. Uh, it's about evil. That's what I'll say. 
I don't know. I can't really like. I don't want to spoil the plot. Or if you're, if anyone. Let me read the it. one sentence. Yeah, uh, give me a one sentence. Yeah. All right. It says the discovery of a severed human ear found in a field leads a young man on an investigation related to beautiful, mysterious nightclub singer and a group of psychopathic criminals who have kidnapped her child. That is perfect. All right. That's a really good. I could not sum it up like that. There it is. Great movie. Uh, number six is Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Yeah, okay, I've seen yep. Eternal. I've seen Eternal Sunshine. Oh, great movie. Great. You know, that's a that's a watch it one time movie. You think? I couldn't watch it a second time. Really? Yeah, it was that was already hard enough to watch once. I could watch it twice. I, I've seen it. I've seen it more. Than, obviously, I've seen it more than once. But right. Have you only seen it once? Yeah, I've only seen it once, and I I don't know if I'm gonna go back to it. Really? Yeah. That was another one that that like I watched it one time, and I was like, wow, that is a great movie. Yeah. That is like really good. It's just like, and it has like it's very heavy, right? Yeah. But oh man, I I think Jim Carrey is really good in serious roles. I can't I like this is a hot take. No, here. underrated. But I cannot stand Jim Carrey's humor. Oh, that that in comedy roles. I I, I can like, understand how you could dislike it. I've and I, I like. It's not like I like hate it and like right, but right. entirely, but like and there's start like some stuff that he's done that I'm like you know I like, like the mask is good, right? Um, Ace Ventura. Yeah, but like I just I, no, you know what now? Nah, nah no. not Ace Ventura. No, <laughs> I I cannot stand Ace Ventura. Nah. I don't know why. I like I feel like I'm like alone in some kind of like boat nah. on the sea where everyone's like, yeah, bro, Ace Ventura is the greatest comedy movie <laughs> of the '90s, man. And it's like I can't I can't stand uh, it. That's fair. I. I don't know what like there's I think he's better in serious roles. I, oh, he's good in serious roles. I like, uh, like recently watched um Truman Show and yeah, maybe that's see? like not the most serious role, most serious role, but he's really Still. he's really really good in that movie. And uh Man on the Moon. Have you I seen, Man, seen on Man on the Moon? Oh, no. you got to watch Man on the Moon. Okay. Uh, we got to start compiling yeah, a list of these. <laughs> we do have to. We're gonna, oh, there, that's going to be a common theme here. Have yeah. you seen that movie? Have no, you, I haven't no. seen it. <laughs> no, no, haven't seen it. Yeah. <laughs> um so Okay, yeah, and then uh, number five, Rushmore. Okay, yeah. Um, Wes Anderson's best movie. Whoa. Chill. Hot, hot take. Yeah, yeah. I disagree, but okay. Okay, all right. What do you think it is? Uh, well, okay, so I know you've watched through yeah. the entirety yes. of everything that Wes Anderson has made. I liked Grand Budapest. Okay. Have you seen Bottle Rocket? Mm-mm. Oh, yeah. No, I, okay. I didn't do a front-to-back uh, yeah, no, viewing no, with Wes Anderson. No, you, no you, you're good. I honestly didn't watch Bottle Rocket till recently. Okay. Is it, that's one of his early ones? Or? It's Yeah, it's really early. Okay. It's like it's like the first movie Owen Wilson was ever in. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. I think. I might be wrong. <laughs> okay. I th- no, but I, I'm pretty sure I'm not. Anyway. Um, yeah, so Five is Rushmore. I think it's a, g- a great movie. I, I think, um, I kind of wish Wes Anderson would go back to like I like the really stylized stuff. Yeah. Like I like Grand Budapest, and I like you know all the other. Like I like like I think it's really impressive cinematography and like atmosphere. But I, at the same time, I like Rushmore because it's a little more grounded. Okay. Yeah. In in reality, right? Not so much. Like there's definitely some parts that are like totally ridiculous. Like it's like there. a, you know. But I like it because it's like it's, it it sort of is like a. Like it's like you're in like the atmosphere of like a Ron or like a Ron Dahl, like Ronald Dahl. Yeah, yeah, sure. B- like book or something. Right. One one thing I really like about his movies is like his his switch between like live action to animated and how he's able to like kind of keep that same. Oh yeah, that's like, impressive style. Yeah. See, like that's, it, it's 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 crazy. I think like a lot of people shit on Wes Anderson for like being like, oh you oh you like like movies. Yeah, like, right. What do you like Wes Anderson yeah, movies? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. But I think like he doesn't get enough credit. I like. 
like I think a lot of movies like he's he's not afraid to heavily stylize characters and like you know I think that's like something that movies are afraid to do like right. some movies are like where like they have to be um the characters have to be realistic they have to be right. genuine but it's like yeah. why not why not just throw in like some ridiculous off the wall character yeah, like why not completely I mean, out there totally like you know it's why not yeah uh number 4 is uh, Stop Making Sense, which is the Talking Heads concert film. <laughs> <laughs> Incredible. Um, sure. I, I, it's, it, it's, it's amazing. I, I, I normally, like, cannot sit through any kind of concert film. Yeah. But I don't know what it was, and I don't know if it was, like, cocaine, but yeah. uh, the, they had the, this energy in the, at, at the, the time period when this was recorded. I think it was when the, kind of they were peaking in popularity. And sure, yeah. Peaking in probably, in my opinion, artistic statements. Wait, it was sorry, what year is it from? I want to say 1984 okay. 85. All right. So it was after, right around that time. It was right at, it was after um uh Speaking in Tongues came out, which was the one okay, that yeah. had, you know, Night Melody and Right. Yeah. Um I don't know, they managed to keep your attention for the entire con- they have you know, they have kind of a whole uh they do it uh, so they start like the first song is just David Byrne with like a boombox and a guitar. And it's slowly, as each song goes on, they, right. add, they add another band member. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. I like that a it's lot. It's really cool. Yeah. And so, like, you know, by the fourth song, they just added the drummer. Like, oh, wow. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's crazy. I don't know if that's exactly what it is. but Right, 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 right. Well, it's, it's, it's really awesome to watch. I like when concerts are, like, kind of planned out like that. Yeah, that's, like, I, that's one thing that I like watching. I, I, I wish more concerts had choreography. Yeah, like not over choreography, like to where it's like a pop. Concert. Right, you don't want like, you don't, you don't want to watch like Lady Gaga with yeah, her backup like, dancers. But like, but. I, I think when when you have a certain level of like you know stuff that's planned, right? Yeah. Then like we went uh, we went and saw YG. Uh, we were at a festival mm-hmm. like what was it two years ago? Yeah, uh, almost two years ago. No, 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 just like a year and a half. Year ago. and a half ago. Yeah, and we saw YG, and like I don't particularly like his music. At right. All. Like yeah. I'm not like I'm not I'm indifferent to it. I don't hate YG, but I gotta say he had that was one of the best live performances I've yeah, ever that was, seen. That was kind of that was crazier than I expected. I was honestly. like, because like we 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 went over. It was like at a festival, so we're like, okay, well, there's nothing else really going on. We'll go see YG, and then before like I think it was Kendrick was the, it was was it Kendrick later that yeah. It was either Kendrick or no, oh, it might have been Chance that day. No, it was Kendrick because we had was Frank it? with we, we, oh, yeah, Frank was okay, with us. Yeah. You're right. Anyway, you're right, you're right. um, so uh, it was good. I mean, it was like he brought you know he had um props and like yeah I, yeah I i don't know i'm a sucker for that kind of stuff for like just a really corny not corny but like props and right yeah and, and actors on stage and but not yeah. too oh much. that was crazy right, yeah i he, forgot yeah. he brought out all those like girls yeah and he had like the, so he funny. had the couches oh that was wild he had a, he had a donald trump double out there that, that was really that funny. was oh man that was that was i forgot about that show for a minute that um, was way better so uh number three is magnolia okay yeah yeah um lucas has not seen magnolia by yeah, the way sorry um, great movie. I think it's um, underrated in the Paul Thomas Anderson filmography. Yeah. Okay. Yep. I I added a a movie that I think there is a, is a Paul Thomas Anderson movie as well. Maybe not underrated, but okay. Um, All right. I love so it. We're gonna jump over. We're kind of. I don't want to like waste time here. So, uh, number two is Mulholland Drive. Right. Yeah. Another David yep. Lynch. Yeah. Um, definitely his his weird. In my opinion, his is um kind of craziest movie right um while also kind of remaining like still not just so much where it's just like videos of explosions in reverse like the entire <laughs> sure. time so right you know what i mean right like, yeah I, it still has a good l- plot and it re- it's got a good balance uh, number one 
Harold and Maude. Harold and Maude, yeah. Great movie. Great movie. Seriously, I like, think we should. I think we should dive deeper into that in one of these later episodes. Harold and Maude. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Again, I think it's so underrated too. I like, you know, I like. You look at like the best of the '70s, and it's not even right. on there. It's like in like the top 100. I'm like, what? Sure. You, like it, it deserves to be way higher than that. Right. Like, uh, it, just a really good atmosphere. Um, great little message of the movie. Great soundtrack. Great. Oh, it's a 10 out of 10. It's a 10 out of 10. In my opinion, there yeah. it is. It's number one. Yeah, I guess my, my like top. Two or ten out of tens in my head too. All right, now we're gonna jump over to Mr. Trombley. All right, yeah, yeah. All right, so for me, number ten, Silence of the Lambs. Okay. Uh, th- you'll find a, a like I I think a theme in mine is uh, cannibalism. No, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, it's uh, people that like to eat livers with fava beans. So <laughs> um, get ready for this list to get really specific. Okay. <laughs> no. like, it, I actually only got to uh, three movies, <laughs> and one of them's a documentary. <laughs> Um, no, uh, Silence of the Lambs. Uh, really uh, strong acting performances. Is what I, Absolutely, what I was gonna say. Like acting performances that like enhance the movie to a different status. Like would have been a great movie, but the acting performance makes it an incredible movie. Yes. and uh, that's how I felt with uh, Anthony Hopkins as Hannibal Lecter. And that really, really enjoyed that film. I've seen it many times, and I still can't get over it. Uh, yeah. Number nine. One my uh, my boy Christian introduced me to. It's called Patterson. 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 I've yeah. Never seen that. Yeah, I would recommend. Oh wait, it. it's. Oh no, I was thinking Paddington Bear. No, 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 not 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 Paddington. <laughs> I was like, okay, not, okay, <laughs> interesting choice. No, that's also uh, that's uh, that's one Chris likes as well. Um, no, Patterson is a uh, is a movie about uh, this guy. It's it's Adam Driver. So the guy. Uh, He's in what Black Klansman. He's yeah. in the oh, new Star yeah. Wars. He's of course. He's a really good actor. Um, but it's it's he's, he's on the rise. He's on the rise. He's uh, honestly really really talented. But he he plays a poet, um, and he um he is okay. So he so he plays a poet, right? And yep. uh, it's he's also a bus driver, right? So yeah, uh, poetry's his hobby, but he kind of it goes it takes you through a week in his life so it starts on like sunday through sunday or th- through saturday something like that right. and uh you see a day in his life and he lives a fairly mundane life nothing too exciting nothing nice. too crazy and um yeah uh, diving into it anymore would kind of spoil some of it but really really good movie um i highly recommend it number um seven or eight excuse me mm-hmm. uh finding nemo Really, love Finding Nemo. Okay, listen, I'm a I'm a sucker for some Disney Pixar movies, and that is yeah the peak of I, Disney Pixar. You know, that's an underrated take, but I think I agree with that. I, I love Finding. Nemo. I think Nemo, I agree. Man. I think Finding Nemo is my favorite Pixar movie too. Yeah, it's it goes like Finding Nemo and then up and then like a huge gap for all, between that those two and all the rest for me. Very In top for me, Cars two. Oh, Cars two, baby. Oh, oh. did they come out with planes? That wasn't Pixar. That wasn't Pixar. No, that wasn't Pixar. You know what? Fuck it. Pick Planes is number one Planes Pixar movie for me. One. Oh man. Um. Uh. So number uh seven. Sorry. Okay. I should have numbered this list. Uh. Punch Drunk Love. Oh. So that's um. Little Adam Sandler action. Yeah. Little. And I. I feel like Adam Sandler in the same way that you feel like. Uh, um, Jim Carrey and yeah. Like, oh yeah. He, he, actually, I don't. He's not very popular in comedy. He just like plays a, a comedy character in a lot of those. I don't think anybody actually likes it. What Adam Sandler? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh God. Uh, but he makes some money in that. But I, I, uh, I really liked him in this serious role, and I think he, uh, 
really did a incredible job. Yeah, I agree. Number six, I picked A New Hope. Uh, nice. Star Wars Episode Four, favorite Star Wars movie. Maybe a little biased because it's like the Luke origin story almost. But uh, ah, that's your name. Yeah, exactly. It's uh, about you. It's about me. Um, so yeah, that's my pick. Um, then also appearing on my list, Call Me by Your Name. Uh, Got the movie in common there. It was probably the only one we both. <laughs> uh, uh, he, uh, I think Vincent summed it up pretty well. Uh, beautiful movie. Profound impact, beautifully acted, beautifully shot. Makes me want to live in northern Italy. Somewhere in northern Italy. Somewhere in northern Italy. I don't know where. I don't know where, but I want to go there. Uh, number three, another kind of recent movie, Manchester by the Sea. I, uh, you know, I didn't see it. Yeah, okay, um, listen, I'm. I understand that people didn't see it, and I, I think eventually I've told people too many times to watch it, and then I've overhyped the movie because it, it really is kind of one of those like. It does have a plot, but it's not like crazy plot, and yeah. it's kind of like almost like depressing at times. Or it is depressing. It's a it's a really I I think I, I, I think I would really like it though. Yeah, based off what I've heard. Oh, it's it's beautiful, and I think Casey Affleck did an incredible job, and then uh, Lucas Hedges did an incredible job. Loved loved that movie. I came out of that theater and wanted to turn around and go watch it a second time oh, immediately. Interesting. Um, number two. Um, a little bit of an out there choice because I don't think people like think see it as a crazy film. Mm-hmm. Son of a Woman, starring Al Pacino. Yeah, um, it's a good movie. Oh, it's an incredible movie. I love that movie so much. The speech at the end hits me hits me hard. Um, incredible, incredible film. Oh, I skipped one. Go back. Dang. Oh, what did I? Okay, I I, I numbered it wrong. Must, so number shouldn't be on your top ten if you had to mm-hmm. skip it. Nah, nah, nah. I just had a highlight. I thought I already said it. Number four was The Dark Knight. Um, okay. I, I don't know. I, I saw that at a point in time when I was like, yeah, oh yeah, oh my god, that's incredible. Yeah, and then when like I saw, when I saw that movie, I was like, right when it came out. I, yeah. That, what year was that? Two thousand eight, I think. Yeah, I was nine years old. Yeah, something like that. So whenever it came out, I don't know. I was just like, my mind was blown by yeah, that movie. Here. It was incredible. Actually, maybe I'm wrong in the year. But I don't know. Who, who cares? Who cares? It doesn't matter. Um, and then, so that was number four, and then Manchester by the Sea was three. Nice. Cinema Woman was two. Number one, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Easy. Boom. No question. Boom. Baba boom. I don't know if I need to even dive into that. That one. is Lucas's laptop wallpaper. Boom. Everybody. It is. It's my laptop wallpaper. It's uh, like still from the movie. Uh, it's so great. That's like a movie you don't really have to, you know, it's kind of... You can like you can take it as like surface level, right? It's you just not, watch yeah. it for enjoyment, and or you could like watch it from Cameron's perspective and see the evolution of a person over an hour and a half film, and it's True. like really awesome to watch. It's also, um, I think it's a good maybe it's something to say about it is that it's, it, you know, some people view it as a surface level movie, yeah, but maybe that's why it's so. Um, I feel like it's just a great like it's like one of the great American movies. Oh yeah, definitely. Like it's definitely like got that America. Oh, very, very, very much it. so, yeah. Which is, I guess, like John Hughes. Yeah, oh, that's that's the type of movie he was making back yeah, then, that's, right? He was, yeah, American kind of guy. He's dead, right? Mm, is he? I don't know, to be honest. I don't know. We got to start a Maybe dead. We, we got to start that. a list of people who we've researched to see if they're alive or dead. <laughs> as well. Okay, well, or how old they are. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That's a good idea. I think he is. Let's, we can start a, a death pool too. Yeah, betting betting on people's <laughs> Ooh, lives. Oh, that would be a just that would be awful. But yeah, he is. He's dead. He's dead. He's okay. Two thousand nine. Dang. There it is. I would like to see what he thinks about today's teen culture. Snapchat. John Hughes takes Snapchat. <laughs> Imagine. 
Imagine. All right. Sure. Ferris Bueller would have got caught by adding too many things to his story. Yeah, that <laughs> thing. Yes, yeah. Or no, or maybe he. Nah, dude. Ferris. He's smart. He would have a private. Yeah, story. They, they would do something like creative, like have him post stories, like he's like at home sick or something like that. I guess. Yeah. Ferris Bueller. That smarty, smarty pants. Ferris. Um. So we we had we got twelve minutes till we got an hour. Sure. So yeah. um, let's gonna, let, we'll do albums. We'll do, do albums. Quick. Yeah, we'll do them pretty quick. We'll try to run through them. I Sounds don't want to get too caught up. Yeah. Um, who, who's gonna start here? You want to start? Uh, yeah. Okay. I get. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. I guess I'll start. Keep this the torch. Time. Keep the torch for a bit. All right. I'll start. Should I start ten down again? Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. Most definitely. Number ten. Um, a weird one, but one that I was listening to a lot during what, like when I was. A freshman in college. It's called The Balcony. It's by a band called Catfish and the Bottlemen. Okay. They're uh, like... Uh, I think I've heard of that. I, th- I remember they won a bunch of awards a few years Did ago. Did they? Yeah. Okay. Maybe. I, I don't, maybe you're not thinking of this. I don't know. I feel like they... Maybe they... In Britain. But okay. they're a British band. They're like a rock band, but it's just like another oh, yeah. thing where like... Oh, <laughs> I can't do any accents, but... Yeah. yeah. Uh, just in a, another time of, time in my life thing um, okay. where it was... Just really love that album. Nice. Number nine, Pure Heroin. By Lord. Lord, yeah. Love that album. Great album. So, so good. Lord is so, so talented. Super do- super solid debut. Oh, absolutely. And she was like 17 too, right? Yeah. 16, 17. She, I, I would like to know how Lord happened. Uh, it, plant. You uh, think? No, 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 no. I don't think so. But it's like crazy because she was in like a, a random town in New Zealand, right? Yeah. And like blew up and Royals great great song but like it's crazy how big that got from like just this girl in new zealand i mean it matches like the pop formula oh it does no doubt about it all right next one, Keep next one. yeah yeah um number eight marshall mathers lp okay um early eminem not really digging his new stuff bro you ain't got kamikaze mm-hmm. on your list nah kamikaze didn't make the cut dog <laughs> unfortunately unfortunately um number seven acid rap Okay. I, I guess that's technically a mixtape, but that's we're it, not. it counts. It counts. Um, acid rap, really like that. Really, really like Chance in general. I know you're not the the biggest Chance the Rapper fan. Yeah, hot take. I'm, mm. I, I'm not a huge fan of Chance the Rapper. But um, acid rap, really, really incredible. Um, oh, oh, and I'm doing this uh, only picking one from an artist because yeah, I feel like if I if I did yeah. multiple from the same artist, it would just I don't know there would be too same. much, I'd right? Do the same thing. Um, so. This is uh this is kind of a hot take okay. coming in here. Uh The Life of Pablo next for me. Uh, all time, really. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I that's it's my favorite Kanye album and I think there would probably if 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 I did it with having multiple of the same artists on the list, mm-hmm. I might have more Kanye albums, but that's my favorite Kanye album. I think Life of Pablo is Kanye's white album. Yeah? Yep. Oh. Think about it. Yeah? It's that's really fair. similar. It's like wow. kind of all over the place. Yeah, but, it is. But it's like consistent enough to where it's like, it's it's all over the place stylistically, but consistent enough to where you can listen to it back to back and not be like jarred. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah there's, I don't, I don't know. It's, uh, it's so good. It has such good features on it too. Um, yeah, they like, got Young Thug. He's that's the only Kanye Young Thug feature. It's crazy. Is on that album. It's crazy. And like, and like two more artists that I love, Kendrick and Chance, both have like these crazy, crazy features in their verses. Yeah. Yep. Like, and then like Samfa at the end. I don't. Well, I guess uh, some people don't 
consider. No, it's on. If it's see, that's that's the the joy, that's the the glory of that album as well. Right, glory. Right. No, they're, it's, they're still editing it. Aren't I know. They? Yeah, like, like, didn't like, he get a recut like six months ago or something? Something like, something like that. That's. I mean, that's that's. I mean, I, this sounds like I, I love Kanye, and it's gonna be from a perspective of someone who likes Kanye. Right. But that's some groundbreaking shit. Yeah, that's crazy. Nobody does that. Nobody does that. It, like, I, I, like, can you imagine, like, in, in, when physical media was the dominant way to listen to music, and if you were like, "Fuck, we gotta repress the album again." Yeah, <laughs> imagine, like, Kanye. It came out four years ago. You don't need to no, repress we gotta, it. We gotta add another track. No, <laughs> seriously, we're good. We're good. Like People that, liked like, it. You're like, fine. Like, there's no way a record label would ever. Do anything like Inle- that. unless it had like the potential to match the sales or something. Yeah, they would never yeah, do yeah. that. It's, like right. it's true. Oh, that's crazy. I, I didn't. I didn't add it in my my list for that reason. But like that's an, just another reason to love that album. Yep. Um, number five, I got Helplessness Blues, Fleet Foxes album. Oh, nice. really, really big. It has um, uh, the Shrine slash an argument. I don't know the Shrine and argument. I don't know really how to say it, honestly. But um, one of my favorite songs of all time. Um, Really like Robin, their their front man. Really cool guy. Yeah, okay. Um, number four, very, very recent album, Some Rap Songs. Oh, yeah. I'm not sure, sure I have consumed an album as much as I've consumed Some Rap Songs between November 30th and today. It's been like three months. December, January. Two months. Two it's months. been two months since that album came out. And Made an impact, though. Uh, bro, I, I, I think I've listened to that front to back every single day, and... Over half of the days, probably have listened to it twice. Nice. I mean, you can. It's such an yeah. yeah that's it's it's I really like. short. That's the beauty. I'm happy about the short albums becoming a thing. Oh. Strangely, I, I, for a minute, I was like, I was like, kind of like, like when Ye came out. I was like, right. Oh man, like this is gonna be short. Right. But it honestly, like, it sort of fucked me up. It's fucked up my attention span. Yeah. Span, yeah. Span, it's kind of true, span, right? Yeah. Spanned. Now, <laughs> now you like put on an album that's an hour long, and you're like, holy cow, we're like, only. Thirty minutes through this, like oh, we, so, like sixteen-minute album. We could have listened to Kids See Ghost twice yeah. by now. <laughs> yeah, that's that's true. Um, continue. You were, yeah, yeah. No, that so some rap songs. Nice. Really, really love that album. What I, I also think that the short albums allow like them to pick the best of the yeah, best oh, songs, and definitely. then like you get near perfection in that. What? Um, what number was that? That was number four. Okay. Number three, six feet beneath the moon. King, King Cruel. Cruel, yeah, yeah, that's my favorite King Cruel. That part of that might be because it's my introduction to King Cruel, but um, love that album. Number two, Sign No More. I mentioned Mumford and Sons earlier. Uh, <laughs> got the butt full. On yeah, the got list. the butt full. It's got to make the list, bro. I love that <laughs> album. I love. I mentioned Marcus Mumford earlier. Love that dude. He's incredible. Uh, and then number one to Pimp a Butterfly. Uh, oh yeah, I think that's unsurprising. I think that's oh yeah Kendrick's best work and um, one of the best, yeah. if not probably the most um best rap album of all time yeah i agree no worries we yeah can, we can uh, full you know, stop at yeah, that yeah uh, you know what like uh, I, it's not my personal favorite rap album of sure, all time yeah however i can admit that it's probably the most important oh it, at least of the last like 15 years oh no doubt like, the last 15 years like the uh, i don't know everybody's uh, argument is what like tupac yeah or biggie bro tupac killed biggie oh Damn, that's that's the hot. T- that's a conspiracy. Tupac killed Biggie, and Biggie actually killed Tupac as well. Shot the bullets at the same time, yep. bro. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. And then like they resurrected him so he could record his part on Mortal Man. Right. 
Yeah, yeah. Oh god. Okay, so a lot of people like that like said that Kendrick did that really seamlessly and it didn't feel uncomfortable. Mortal Man is the low point of that album. I agree. It's like I I don't know. I, but they got fucking Tupac. Mm, but on they got it. Tupac on the track, bro. <laughs> no, it was just like I don't know. It was just too much. I agree with too that. much at the end of it. It's like what nine, ten minutes or something. Yeah, it's like ten minutes, and I like like the if the, when the shit hits the fan, is you still a fan? I really like that part. But then when it gets the Tupac interview, it just like seems uncomfortable because I know that he's not actually interviewing Tupac. I remember you was conflicted. Yeah. Oh man, I love that whole poem too, bro. All right. All right. Let's um, dive into yours. All right. Um, mine are a bit different than Lucas's. That's perfect. Um, we want different. Mine are all a little older, not entirely, but stuff that's. I don't know. Yeah, mine's we'll, all we'll recent stuff. Mine's all really well. Two thousand one's probably my oldest album. So number ten is um, from a group called the Modern Lovers, and it's their self-titled album. Um, Lucas, I don't think you know what it is. I, I, I what you. Modern Lovers song do I know? There's definitely one. They did a song called. Um, oh my God, how am I forgetting it? Roadrunner. Is that the one I know? Roadrunner, Roadrunner. I don't know, maybe. It's kind of like an East Coast, um, at least it was like an East Coast anthem. for like Because he's from Boston. I think he's from Boston. Okay, yeah. Uh, the guy, the main dude for, uh, from Modern Lovers. And so they kind of got, uh, back in the 70s and 80s, they were kind of a, a Boston favorite. Okay, okay. Um, kind of punky a little bit. But I feel like I know a song by them. You probably do. It's like punk, but with a sense of humor. Okay, sure. Which is something that I... I, I find myself attracted to in music. Yeah, a little sense, sense, of, sense humor. of humor. Yeah. Um, number two, Frank Zappa and the Mother's of Invention. We're only in it for the money. Okay. I think it's got a so a little background. It was um, super controversial at the time. Sure. He was just was dropping shit that people hadn't put on record before. Yeah. Say, saying crazy shit. Like, like off the walls. Like, well, what, what's he, he so saying? I mean, it came out in 1968, kind of peak of the hippie movement. Okay, yeah. There's, it's sort of a concept album about how hippie bands and hippies are in it for the money. Okay, interesting. Rather. I mean, it's not entirely. There's definitely way more to it than just that. Right. Yeah. Um, but uh, they wanted to. Uh, the, the the cover was a parody of Sgt. Pepper. Okay. And they, I think, for legal reasons, they couldn't use it or something, oh, and so they had to switch it. But. The new editions have that on have it on it now. Um, number what am I at? Number eight, um, Daft Punk Discovery. Oh, okay, yeah. We were just talking we about were Daft just Punk talking earlier. About that. Yeah. Um, great. I don't know. I I think it's one that I listened to a lot when I was younger, so it's sort of stuck in my brain. Yeah, I know. I was never on that Daft Punk wave. I like. Oh man, when Tron Legacy came out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh. Uh, did they did that whole album? Yeah, I think yeah. so. I actually have never really listened to the Tron oh, okay. soundtrack. I just knew one song from it. And I right. Was like, I was like, dang, this is sick. It's crazy. Like, this sounds like a robot, bro. I, I haven't even seen Tron Legacy. It wasn't even that good. No, it was, no, was it it not. Was like, okay. like when I was a kid, it was like, yeah, this right. is so sick. Right, right, right. You know, it's just cool. But I um, got really into their music when I was younger, and I it's, it's kind of just something that stuck. Sure. It's, it's yeah. not. It's not like. I think some people shit on Daft Punk for being like not bold enough or something. I feel like, like you know. I feel like all I see about Daft Punk is praise. I don't know that many Daft Punk haters. I've seen some. Really? Yeah. I guess if you're um into them more, you'll see it more. Uh great album though. Yeah. Back like literally like probably like it's just like front to back fucking bangers. Sure. Um Patty Smith Horses is number seven. Okay. Real 
post-punk in, or post-punk proto-punk influential you know w- if it wasn't for that album 70s and 80s would have been really different big punk fan huh see no i'm not a big punk fan though i like the i like the stuff before punk and i like the stuff after punk but actual punk music kind of pisses me off okay interesting like i don't know what i just can't stand it sure um kanye west late registration wow late registration mm-hmm Probably in my bottom three Kanye albums. Ha, uh, whoa. Sorry. Dang, we disagree. Yeah, we do. Um, It was between this and, and Yeezus. Yeah, I figured Yeezus but would... I Honestly, I would have guessed Yeezus. I love Yeezus, too, but if I had to narrow it down to a Kanye album, it was late registration. That's crazy. I think it's... um. I don't know. I feel like he never reached... He did. He definitely did reach that, but I think it's like... I took what the college dropout had, improved the production on the college dropout, in my opinion, improved the production. Well, not improved the actual production of the actual album, but no, like right, took right, what right, right, right. took what the ideas improved on uh, the production. Yeah, Im- improved the like not improved the ideas and like maybe the, I think some people would say like, oh well, college dropouts Kanye's first, bro. Yeah, like right. that's his best. Right. I, I it's I think college dropouts number two, for number me. two for you. Yeah. Th- uh, three, maybe three. Jesus. Yeah, Jesus is in front of it. Yeah. Yeah, um, I call it dropout. Definitely too for me. But late, I feel like late registration. I think it's a maybe it's a sentimental thing too because I heard it in high school. Yeah, exactly. That's that's literally all mine. Are like oh, I liked this album at a certain point. In yeah, time. yeah. Um, what are we at now? Number what is it? One, two, three, four, five, six. Or I guess we're in reverse. I don't know. Whatever. Whatever the next. It, one. It'll be six, whether you count it up or down. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Really? Okay. Whatever. It doesn't matter. Uh, Bjork. Bjork. Vespertine. Yeah. Um. Um, I don't know, just her best, her best album, her best album, um, winter album. I think you got to listen to it, Lucas. I, 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 I will. I'm happy to listen to whatever. We literally have to start a a list of I like know. things that we need like, to, each other need to listen to. Yeah, exactly. Um, or, or like watch. Yeah. Oh man, just, we're just gonna have to consume so much. I know. <laughs> um, yeah, it's um perfect winter album, which has been great lately. Yeah, right. It's been right now. Fucking cold. Yeah, it's, um, it's nice today, though. It is nice today. You know, it must suck to be in Chicago. Yeah, for real. <laughs> We're out here in 60-degree weather today. Oh. You guys are in negative 60-degree weather. Yeah, that hurts, bro. Um, but I think it's a, probably her best written, best performed, best arranged. Just crazy all, all in all. Crazy all in all. Um, all right, we got number four on the list. Here you go, like Quasimodo, The Unseen, Mad Lib. Mm, um, sure. His his rapper, you know, alias alter ego, whatever right. you want to call it. Sure. Um, the production on this is just a, 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 I can't describe it. It's like you're like, I don't know. There's no way to put it. It's it takes it. You know, it's using vintage samples and it's traditional hip hop production. You could say, right? Maybe. Yeah. I mean, sure. it's traditional and f- from t- from today's standpoint. Got yeah. Right. Um. But he manages to like I don't like through like the samples that he's picking for these beats. It makes you it's it's a, I don't know it's like you're in this warped landscape of like L.A. Okay, yeah, which is weird for an East Coast like not East Coast but like for like sample based boom bappy hip hop to be able to to um have that kind of atmosphere. It's right, impressive to me. And I like it's just kind of like something again. It's kind of something I heard when I was younger. Yeah, so it stuck with me a lot. Sure. Um, number three is Brian Eno. Uh, another green world. Another green world. Um, important album. Yeah. Of the, I want to say, I think it was, yeah, seventies. Um, modern rock music would not be the same. Fair. 
innovated the studio. Um, did so much, you know. Please listen to it. Yep. Add it to the list. Add it to the list. Baba boom. Ba- Baba booey. Baba booey. Um, Bob Dylan, Blonde on Blonde is number blonde two. Blonde on Blonde. Man. This was hard between Highway 61. Yeah, and Highway That's 61's like, my yeah. favorite Bob Dylan album, um, but Blonde on Blonde's up there. I just think Blonde on Blonde is when he just said, like, fuck it. I'm just going to, like, we're going to get wacky. And yeah, just, you know, that's fair. It sounds like a car, like, a lot of it sounds like fucking some shit you'd hear at a carnival, which is sick. Yeah. Like, and then Bob, like, I think the lyrics are, are um, his craziest. Yeah. Um, deepest, maybe. That's a. Dare I say. D- dare deepest. I think. Deepest. Deepest Bob D- Dylan lyrics. Yeah. Blonde on Blonde. Uh, and number one is probably saw this coming talking heads yeah oh wow remain in light talking heads of course um just like perfect album eight it's eight only eight i think it's eight tracks yeah um but it it, they're all like solid length airtight airtight really great um pop hits on there you got once in a lifetime on there sure kermit the frog remix have you heard that no i haven't heard the kermit the Frog 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 remix really yeah all right it's pretty sick. Is that uh forget it. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Um you know, I we have a I think we have we have different tastes in music, but oh, it's yeah, close way enough. Different. It's close enough, I think, where we I, I think it's like close enough we can talk about it, we can appreciate other things, but not doesn't like totally line up. So we're not like I'm glad that our lists didn't share eight albums or something. That would be the most boring thing ever. Yeah, that yeah, then it would yeah, there's nothing to talk about then. Exactly. Oh yeah, my oh, bro, that's crazy. Like my number one. <laughs> I can't believe we had the same top five. <laughs> that's wild. That's insane. Dude. Yeah, I think part of it. I, part of it, maybe you've just done a uh, probably a deeper dive into like the older music. I just like kind of yeah. take whatever comes out, listen to it, mm-hmm. and then drive that into the ground. Shit, but that's not. I mean, that's not a bad thing. Oh yeah, I have no problems with it. I'm that's I'm happy see, with I, uh, like, my list. Something that irks me that yeah. I used to like be guilty of doing this. Right, like you know, you get people that like put some shit out there that's popular and they're like you know like oh this is my favorite album it's like right and then there's some people are like no it's not right like how could that be your favorite it's album like, like i don't know I, it's just it's my favorite album yeah yeah it doesn't have to be i think that's like i i'm guilty of doing that i'm just like I, i'm a huge proponent of like letting people like what they like you know what i mean exactly. like like if somebody's like yeah i really liked this new album and you hated it like okay you can like dislike something but like let other people like what they yeah, like. Like exactly. they're not forcing their music on you or anything. Yeah, I, I I'm guilty of, of that. But I need to. I'm start. I'm trying to, avoid it as much as I can. I don't. I don't feel like you do that on a, crazy yeah, basis. Maybe I maybe I play it up in my head or something. But yeah, yeah I gotta stop, uh, doing that. Yeah. yeah, I just like to not be like uppity at all about music. Because that's how you get. You that's like. how you get the best discussion though. Yeah. Because when you just like, there's one guy. No, that's fair. It, I mean, it does stir up a discussion about it. But, but then you got the one guy like, nah, bro, sorry, that's not um, it's not a fucking Bach, right? Yeah, that's yeah. not that's not Radiohead. Dang, bro, that ain't Vivaldi's Four Seasons. <laughs> I can't listen to that. That isn't Fly the Bumblebee. <laughs> that's oh, oh man. man, Fly the Bumblebee's fucking sick. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I I want that played at my funeral. Yeah. Uh, all right, so I'm gonna be carrying your casket, right, with a yeah. bunch of people, and then flight of bumblebees is gonna start run. playing. We're running, or, or, um, we're running what, around. The what, what's the one that goes? Oh yeah, one. whatever that is. Yeah, I don't know. Oh. Does that have a name? That's like oh, one fuck, of those songs know. that everybody knows, but it like nobody knows the name of. That's what I want at yeah. my funeral. 
like 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 I want that like no I want when, okay so people are gonna come up to talk yeah and that's the playoff music if they're going for too long oh really yeah they'll start playing that so you like I'm uh, me from the grave is kicking you off uh, okay the so mic. so like your brother's like talking at your yeah. funeral right and then he's like crying up there right? yep. he's really sad mm-hmm. like really heartbroken and mm-hmm. then oh yeah and he's like. Guess my time's up. Yeah, he's like, oh my god, I couldn't say goodbye to him. <laughs> well, all right, <laughs> I'm good with that. Keep your keep your funerals short, bro. If I'm there, you better be prepared. I'll appreciate you're, that. You're the first person to know that that's a rule on my funeral. So well, be prepared, because dang, you better not die between now and when you tell the next person, because it's yeah. gonna be it, really it, hard to convince gonna, yeah. the world yeah. that yeah. that's what you wanted. Uh, yeah, that's. I swear, he told yeah. me. Uh, actually, we haven't recorded. Yeah, we have. I'm fine. We have, yeah, we, that's true. Now you know. That this is binding. This is absolutely binding. We got about two minutes left till we hit one ten. Wow. So we're gonna round it off at one ten today. Perfect. So we're just gonna describe um, how our week was. Yeah, week Lucas, was, how was your week? Week was good. Stressful. School's ramping up again. But, oh yeah. Uh, we'll figure it out. Group projects um, are the worst, but I like most of my groups. That's pretty much a summary of my week. That's good. You know what? I'm like, this podcast is gonna be about a. Uh, it's a day drive, so right. A real um something that people do sure so i think um what what i want people to take away from this podcast is that you shouldn't listen to a podcast just to be like oh man they're so cool right because we're not definitely not and that's gonna be the point of this podcast we're talking about stuff that we like yeah regardless. I, I, yeah we're not like trying to be um, anything if anyone out there has listened to the taste podcast oh god Ugh. the taste podcast. featuring um my uh my my brother kind of Kind of man, they got I mean, two episodes. If you considered so, two episodes, so we're gonna we're something. gonna cap this off with a challenge to the the host of the Taste Podcast yeah. to bring it back, bring back the Taste Podcast. We're trying to have three, a beef. Bro. We're trying to have a beef with you guys. And we're gonna beef regardless of if you, if you come back or not. But it'll be a little more fun if you come back. Yeah, please, um, please come back, Taste Podcast. We're gonna end it at that. All right. Um, Thanks, everybody, for listening. Godspeed, y'all. Godspeed, y'all. We'll see everybody next week on The Day Drive. Hell yeah.